Welcome everybody to The Lawyer and the Layman. Today we are joined by myself, Yolisa Mkele as per usual and... Jennifer Stoller as per usual. However, today, instead of taking the lawyer hat, once again I'll be taking the layman hat. And we are joined by my colleague and friend, Johnny Green. Uh, today we'll be talking about CBD. I actually put a few questions on my Instagram asking people if they knew anything about CBD. 100% of people said no. One person said yes, just to irritate yeah. me. Uh, that one person was me. Yeah. <laughs> that one person was me. I will take the blame for that. I was like, I saw you. I was like, how? You don't know. But and yeah. Also, yeah. Also, I just knew a little bit about it because we spoke to Andrew. Yes, yeah. So we spoke to Andrew previously on the cannabis laws, but we didn't really go in depth um, about CBD. And it's actually extremely important. So... I've asked Johnny, the, the expert today, to come in and actually explain everything in a, in a layman's terms. And once again, we will take, take the person, we will, we will yeah. get to a point where we actually know what's going on. Yeah, as it turns out, weed is everyone's favorite subject. Yes, exactly. <laughs> sure. So everyone's actually been keen yeah. to listen to this podcast, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. But yeah, welcome, John. Thanks, I'm so guys. happy Thank to have you here. Yeah? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so essentially when the cannabis um, judgment came out, there wasn't much about CBD. And Johnny and I were chatting the other day and he's like, well, this, this notice has come out in respect of CBD. John, can you give us a basic background of like what's, what's actually happened around CBD? Sure. So and just what CBD is, yeah. just in case anyone... Yeah, so CBD that. is cannabis oil, effectively. Yeah. Um, and usually the cannabis oil itself will contain a certain amount of cannabis inside as well as THC. So we'll, we'll get to that part of the discussion later. But effectively what the notice in the government gazette, which was handed down on the 23rd of May, which <clears throat> is in effect for 12 months, um, before, before the notice came into play, the state of play regarding cannabis was that, sorry, not cannabis, CBD itself was, it would only cater for a defined list of persons and that those would predominantly revolve around pharmacists. So at every juncture regarding CBD, it would, it would involve a, a pharmacist and a pharmacist would then have to, would only be able to supply somebody with CBD on reaction of a prescription. So you'd mm. have to be on a certain <laughs> list. Absolutely. But that's so weird because there's so many places that sell CBD. Like I would walk into, um, okay, it's not a pharmacy, but it basically sells, we, we won't mention names, but basically like I could walk in and I could buy CBD yeah. a year or so ago. How was sure. that even legal? How could I even do yeah, that? It wasn't, wasn't it legal? It wasn't. Yeah. I mean, in order for somebody to sell it or distribute it or import it or export it. You was it because it had no THC though? Or is it because... No, it's because of the, the scheduled drug. I mean, mm. it's, a, it's a scheduled drug and that means that you would have to have the appropriate license. Yeah. Before mm. the notice. Because I've even seen some of it online, like yeah, where sure. you could buy like super strong CBD yeah. if you had like yeah. cancer or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah, so and it's, everyone is, does it. Yeah, so there's a problem with that because it's super strong and it goes beyond the requirements that have now been envisioned in the notice. Yeah. You know, the, that doesn't mean that these people selling CBD are immune from prosecution at all. Mm. In order for, for them to dispense the, the CBD, it needs to be, um, it needs to confine within the terms of the notice. So to answer the question before um, the notice came into play, again, you would need um, a pharmacist would be at every juncture in order to dispense the CBD. Now, the notice itself gives people um, more likely way. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> so what was the notice? So the notice specifically states, so it's a notice in terms of the Government Gazette. Yeah. Um, and what it, 
what it allows is that Section 36.1 of the uh, Medicines Act allows the, the Minister of Health to provide certain exclusions to that act. And part of these exclusions were just twofold. Um, twofold in the sense that it was, it's an either or test basis. So if you meet one of the requirements, that's fine. You don't you have to meet the two. boxes. Yeah. yeah so you tick one box and then you free free say. So it. the one the one requirement was obviously that the CBD can um can mustn't contain more than twenty milligrams dose per day. That's the first. Okay. That's the first. Twenty um, milligrams of THC. Or? Twenty milligrams um of CBD itself. Oh. Okay. Yeah, the actual CBD. But it needs to be in reaction to a health claim that um advances general health. Um, health maintenance and relief of minor symptoms. Ah. Okay, but it cannot, for example, cure disease-driven. Mm. But if condition. I go there and say, because I actually got to a stage where I did try CBD last year, yeah. and I took it every single day, and no, I'm a badass, <laughs> and I tried the CBD. It was actually orange flavored. It was quite weird, um, <laughs> and I I would sometimes forget to take it, but I took it because I had anxiety and sure. because I had um, I couldn't sleep. Yeah. Um, it didn't really work for me, but at the end of the day, I still was taking it, and I didn't know that I couldn't take it. Yeah. But no, so if I had to go to the pharmacist tomorrow, and I kind of how you would ask for like anything over the counter, and I say, I have anxiety, I can't sleep. Can I have a dose of CBD? Mm. But I don't need a script. It's pharmacist can just dispense it to so me. So if it goes beyond um, these this two part mm. requirement, yeah, um, then you would need the appropriate. Uh, prescription yeah so for example if it's more than 20 milligrams then you would need a prescription okay okay but 20 um, milligrams is, is that like a small bottle yeah it's a small bottle but effectively just less what than that also means yeah just, but it's, you take drops every day sure though. so what that what that also means is that you can have a vial for example of mm. 400 milligrams yeah and you can then have one drop a day um, yeah yeah for a 20 day supply yeah so that works. So the minute it goes beyond the scope of the first part requirement, then... So essentially yeah. what, like, because I know a lot of people have asked me, like, can I bring in these, these products, they CBD? Um, obviously now the cannabis judgment, it's allowed. Yeah. So technically, actually, you need to have a pharmacy, have a pharmacist, have someone that comes to the pharmacy in order for you to dispense it and tick one of the boxes of the two tests, the, the test that you discussed. Yes and no. So if it goes beyond the scope of this notice, yeah. then that will apply. Okay. However, if the CBD for, um, bottle, for example, has got 20 milligrams in it, then it's fine. Then you don't need to comply with any of the schedules and regulations relating to um, CBD. So basically, if I have less than 20, let's say I sell 18 milligrams, thing, I can just sell it off my Yeah, then you're good. So I can sell like a hundred, can I sell a hundred bottles of 20 milligrams to one person? Um, I'm on to it. There we go. There we go. That's very interesting. I would say from a daily dose, no. Yeah. It would go beyond the scope of the intention of the notice. Yeah. And I think that's the whole thing with cannabis, why it's so cool is because there's all those like loopholes, those questions, like what's going on. And that's why when we discussed last time, they they have two years to actually enact a proper, like, legislation relating yeah, so to this parliament in that essence would have to promulgate serious legislation and give us and shed real light onto the mm. status of cannabis cbd so input importation exporting the product everything yeah. so if i had to get caught let's say for example i'm driving so we actually asked this question with andrew if i had to get caught smoking a joint in my car driving by the policeman what would happen and also what would happen if i got caught with an unsmoked joint yeah. in my car because yeah. obviously smoking versus because a car he said is not really a private space sure um because you're on the road and all of that but if 
if I got caught, let's say, for example, with 100 milligrams of CBD on me for my personal use, mm. would I be in trouble? So let's, let's first start with by saying mm. that if you're um, in a public space and you're caught with, like you said, mm. um, smoking a joint, number yeah. one, or you have an, an, an unsmoked or a rolled joint just in your car, it's always going to be navigated against the... The discretion of the police. Yeah. The policeman no. himself Don't or herself is going. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he or she's going to turn around to. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he or she's going to turn around and say, "Well, you know, uh, we have to be. We have to account for the fact that there's serious fluid misunderstandings that happen you know, mm. with, with all these prosecutors. Completely. So that, you know, they can turn around to you and say, "Well, you know, it's not my understanding that you can have this joint in your car or you can smoke this joint in your car." So. Yeah people have to be allowed to that fact. But effectively, if you have um, a joint in your car, you should be able to turn around to the policeman and say, well, I'm, I'm taking this joint back to my house and I'm going to smoke it for my own private use. Yeah. And so, but also with regards to, um, like, let's say, for example, now I have caught wind of this whole CBD thing. I go and I make my own CBD, right? So mm. it's, it's not like I'm buying it or anything. Like I have my own plants because of the cannabis judgment. I start making my own CBD. I turn into a scientist. I make this amazing yeah. CBD. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a pharmacist, but can I sell it to a pharmacy? So like, and so this is what's cool though about this podcast is that John and I were even discussing before, there's so many questions that are being asked by people that there actually are no really like answers for, if that makes sense, because yeah. there's no law yet. Yeah. But technically, if I, let's say for example, I made it and I wanted to sell it to the public. I can't sell it to the public because I'm not a pharmacist, sure. right? But can I sell it to a pharmacist to sell it to the public? Interesting like, question. So yeah. I, th- I would say that you'd need the appropriate license to do that. Yeah, so exactly the licenses, the licenses and all of that. And can you sell it to your friend who maybe, let's say we're friends, you might not be the public, I'm not selling yeah, it to everybody, so, but you come to mm, me and you're so like... So selling now, remember that the judgment hasn't changed since September mm. um, last... Um, you can't sell, you can literally yeah, like donate. Sell. So it's, it's dealing, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. So that would be classified as dealing in, you know. You can't deal. Can't oh, deal and then you can't give me stuff to back because then you it's the when Wingardium selling, Leviosa yeah. thing. Don't you remember when <laughs> we were saying with Andrew that that guy was, yeah, Fordham <laughs> when that guy was selling T-shirts, but with like, a, he's like, buy this weed T-shirt and, and then you get some weed. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, it's, there's yeah, it's, a, it's effectively a, a, some form of, of loophole. There's there's a, a Latin phrase called called in Freudum legacy. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. 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 It sounds like a Harry Potter spell. Yeah, so <laughs> it's literally somebody trying to go against the confines of the law and find a loophole within that too. Every yeah. single time we ask a question, Andrew is like, in Freudum legacy. Yeah. <laughs> no, because it's a real thing and, you know, people need to be yeah. able to that. So what else does the sort of notice... Okay, like so the first, um, the first one was the 20 milligram thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, part of that, it needs to be, just to rehash it, was just for general... Rehash general, it, huh? <laughs> See what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even try to do that. Um, that's for general health, health maintenance, and like relief of minor symptoms. Then the second part is that, and this again, it's an other or test basis. As long as you meet one of them, you're good. Mm. Um, so the second part is that the CBD can't contain more than 0.001% of THC and it cannot contain more than 0.0075% of CBD. So they have to be very strict in when they're making it and how to comply. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. How do they test that? Like, I mean, if this is a hard question because we have reason to believe that um, on today's technology, um, you actually can't test for CBD um, less than 0.03%. Mm. 
and now the notice is saying that you can't have more than 0.0075%. So then how so do you it's difficult. You know, yeah. I mean, when I say we have reason to believe, it's only because of, you know, the knowledge that we've, bec- that we've become accustomed to to date. But yeah. it may be possible. I mean, yeah. you know, mm. we have to, yeah. You'll get a random policeman that's like, I know how to taste yeah, it, exactly. and you won't be able to argue with yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. So those are the, that's basically what the notice is. And if you're able to um, comply with one of them, then you're okay. Okay, so even if it doesn't fulfill that whole zero point zero 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 whatever percent, but it complies with the other side of it, you're good. Brilliant, that's it. Okay. So, so now, say for example, all these websites that are selling CBD, because also there's there's also people that are selling CBD that you tell them your symptoms, and then they actually develop something for you. If that makes yeah. sense. So I can be like, I have Ooh. arthritis, eczema, acne itching what's it called itching rash yeah sure um that kind of stuff and i can go to them and i can say obviously they're not pharmacists and, but they are people that are experimenting and they're trying to do their thing are they because they're not pharmacists like is that allowed like tell, tell okay, us what, so you're what's allowed to a pharmacist yeah. again so if we go to back to the first um part requirement is that it's for general health and general health mm. maintenance yeah. that's not to say that um it is to treat um disease-driven conditions mm. and upon our research we've you know we've obviously understood that things like well conditions such as eczema mm. and rashes and all these things are, are disease-driven to some extent and they don't fall within the ambit of the notice yeah so it's strictly for general health you know like if you have struggle um sleeping yeah or you anxiety. know like anxiety something like anxiety to a very low like, mm. degree and you're so able- it'll sort of cover like mental health issues some because there's also research that says that CBD and cannabis can actually prevent and cure cancer so that's what that's also like a massive thing yeah. so let's say for example we get to a point that it's not regulated properly and people don't have access to CBD yeah essentially like uh, isn't that not for me that's not in line with the Constitution you're actually preventing someone's right to life by sure. denying them something that can save their life sure exactly that's exactly why I think that Firstly, they put this notice in effect for a period not exceeding 12 months. Mm. I think it's going to give them time to see exactly what's what's going on, you know, wh- where the wholesalers and retailers are, what are they trying to cure here, um, especially now that the judge, once we've got received the judgment last year, you know, they have two years. And yeah. The, this two years is, is an important time. I, I think it'll be extended. Yeah. They even said how lot, like where they're up to, is there public comment, like what's no, happening? No, I haven't, I haven't read on anything mm. on, on that front. But an interesting point is that should Parliament fail to to give us insight and um, regulate re- legislation as per the judgment, then the judgment stands as it is. Then the law basically becomes the judgment, which so, isn't a good thing because then because it's, it's we also there's number, so many loopholes. Yeah. You don't know what's going on. It's so vague. Yeah, yeah. I think the judgment is is a very good judgment, <laughs> but I think that they could have gone explained it more if that made sense like it's so like a private space and i get why they said that because it was based on the right to privacy and all of that i get it but it's for me when if i had to read the judgment and be a layman i would not know what i can and cannot do and that's why we've shindlers have created a practice on cannabis because now people are actually coming in to ask questions like can i do this i have this business um and with regards to CBD oil, are there like edibles and stuff in CBD? I don't even know. Yeah, you can have edibles. Yeah, you, for sure. mm. I've seen those ones. You can like drizzle. Where have like you the seen drizzle. them? Like there's some <laughs> cooking shows. I'm not, sure, not sure if we're allowed to share them. But there's some cooking oils. It looks delicious. I may or may not. I have not tasted them at all, I promise. 
<laughs> but yeah, so when it comes to, to the notice and all of that, like, have you, what are some of the questions that your clients have come to you and asked in terms of CBD? So... Like, what are the main questions? Cause well, the main question is, question is actually interpreting the notice. Many people yeah. fail to understand that the part A and part B of the notice is an, is an either or test basis. So, you don't, again, you don't have to comply with both of them. And most, most of clients think to themselves, oh, yeah, I need to, you know, comply with A, being that it can't have uh, more than 20 milligrams, mm. and it can't mm. um, have more than 0.01% THC, and 0.0075% of CBD. So they often get confused about that. But I mean, most of our clients are obviously, you know, they're businessmen and they, mm. they want to get involved in this. They CBD just see a gap in the market. Yeah, sure. Like, I mean, for, yeah, for until such time as the notice either gets amended or um, it's extended, you know, people, our clients want to take advantage of it and they, you know, they want to get on board. They want to start selling it, mm. importing it. So what happens after these 12 months? Like, do they, what do you think happens? Do they, do you think they, extend it or do you think it will get solved i think it's, it's a, it will be an interesting time because by the time the notice expires we're coming more or less um closer to the time when we're supposed to receive yeah. legislation yeah. or the judgment Aha. so i think there'll be some sort of pause in the system and let them you know reflect on the notice as well as the judgment they should be and asking then, for feedback because yeah. it's so hard like for me I've even learned so much about CBD and what it can do and all. And that, I think that was Shinda's biggest fight um, when, when they issued this, this matter was for medicinal marijuana. I think that was the biggest, the biggest thing. Yeah, and obviously when we got recreational, okay. that was like huge. But I think, I think also the biggest, well, one of my biggest questions is like, what, what would you deem to be the practicalities of the state of law, like how it is now? And... Uh, would I for like if I, would I for example be liable in terms of the Drug and Medicines Act? Like what, what um, is the implications so, of that? Yeah. So to touch on the last point, um, again, if if um, the CBD itself does not fall within the ambit of the notice, that does not mean that um, you're totally immune to prosecution in terms of the drugs, drugs and mm. drugs trafficking, mm. trafficking act and medicines act. So specifically, there there's sections within the. Um, these acts that deal with um, the manufacture and supply, use and possession, dealing in drugs. You know, if, if, the, if, they're, if they're dealing or manufacturing or supplying CBD that falls outside of this of the ambit of the notice, you know, they, they will be guilty of an offence and they will be prosecuted. Yeah, against. and because also now, so now I've literally, I just thought of something random and I've googled um, CBD oil to buy it. Yeah. And I found hemp CBD oil. Yeah. Is that different to no, so, normal CBD oil? No, so as per the judgment... 390 they, rand, 100 mil. No, 30 mil. 100, 100 milligrams. Criminal. I can buy... Online. That's criminal. That's crazy. Yeah. That's criminal. <laughs> so as per the yeah. judgment, when they refer to um, cannabis or the plant, they refer to the entire plant and the contents thereof. Yeah. So when you talk of oil, hemp, seeds, the entire seeds, the bud, it all forms part of the same thing. Okay. A lot of people actually get confused about. You can actually buy. So if I bought this online and they delivered it here, for example, yeah, would I? Because the fact that it's online, okay, I'm not saying everything that's online is not legal. I even saw the weirdest things online the other day, and I was like, this is definitely not legal. <laughs> yeah. But so CBD oils. Um, if I order this online and get it delivered, and let's say for example, randomly, police bust in here, and could I get in trouble for ordering this online? And buying it, sure although I'm um, at like this is this is a proper shop that I'm buying it from. Yeah, I know for sure. Um, 
Yes. It's expensive. The answer to the question is yes, but mm. on the grounds that it falls outside the ambit of the notice. Yeah. So if you go online and you go now and purchase CBD oils and it goes well above uh, the prescribed 20, million, 20 milligram per day dose and it yeah. goes well above the percentages envisioned in the in the notice of the amount of THC and CBD that you're allowed, then absolutely. Mm. This is the one then that I took, yeah. the orange, it's orange flavoured. Oh, yeah? It tastes like you put it in water... Um, one thousand two hundred rand for the CBD of two. I think it's a hundred milligrams. Yeah. Can you travel with that? Like with even with the CBD oil? Because I know I think Andrew's saying you can with small amounts travel domestically. Mm. Is is it the same with CBD oil or? Uh, the answer to that, I would say, is yes. Again, as long as mm. it it's, it falls within the confines of the. I think the basics of this is kind of like if we have to like sum it up into a sentence is. I don't think the the use of CBD oil is the problem. It's how um, you get it yeah, sure. is the problem. Yeah. So it's like if I say, for example, made my own CBD oil um, through the plants, through doing all of this, and actually took, let's say, 100 milligrams a day in my house, I don't think that would be a problem. No. It's just how I buy it and how I purchase it. Because growing your own marijuana is much easier than making CBD oil in a bottle with a brand around it that you take. Yeah. So I think that's like the biggest thing that they're trying to regulate is that they know that it's on the market. They know that um, pharmacies are selling it literally on their shelves. How do we regulate it now so it doesn't look criminal? And so what advice do you have, A, for businesses who are then trying to move into that space yeah. and just sort of for random civilians who are like yeah. I like to make some CBD oil. I think for, from a from a businessman perspective I think it would be important important for them to fully understand the length and degree of what the notice actually means mm. by that I mean you know consult attorneys and let them interpret it for you and give you the right advice that you need um, that would be on the businessman mm. front I think for, for the local for the layman mm. I mean yeah. I think I think enough time has been spent and you know a lot of people have interpreted the judgment um, and you know, people talk with one another, and they're like, "Well, what happens if I get?" Well, that's law joint? interpretation. Yeah, that's exactly. what's so cool about it. Exactly. It can yeah. go either way. Uh, my advice would be just don't be silly. You know? Yeah. If you, if you have, if you have, um, a nominal amount of marijuana in your car, or you're traveling with it on your person, you know, I think there would be legal space for you to turn around to that policeman and say, "Well, I'm I'm within the confines of the law right now, and I can go and take this and, and smoke it in private for my own use." Yeah, and should I donate some to you? Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. Well, if we had a Roblox episode, that might be bribery. Yeah, 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 that might be bribery. So when I say don't be silly, I mean don't don't think that if you have 20 bankies of of marijuana in your boot, you're going to get off, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's obvious suspicion. It's like if it gives you a little bit of anxiety, rather don't, rather don't do it. If you're worried about it, it's not worth it probably at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think so. I think anyone that's listening to this podcast, if you do have any other questions or if you do um, have anything, because obviously I don't think that we've covered a hundred percent. It's like a, it's like one of those rabbit holes that you go in and you can keep exploring and asking questions, but um, you guys must definitely contact Johnny uh i will give you his his contact details now at the end but yeah he's definitely one of the best in the business went through the the judgment worked with everyone that that dealt with the judgment and yeah whether it's a business or you you concerned about anything that you're doing at the moment it is vital i think that you guys contact him 
Yeah. And yeah, we wrap it up. So, Johnny, <laughs> where do people find you if they if they want to get in contact with you or if they just want to stalk your Instagram page? Um, no, don't stalk my Instagram. No, he's, page. no he must no. say say your Instagram. Name. No, no, no. no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing to see. I've got three pictures on Instagram. <laughs> What's your email address? Uh, it's greenj at Yeah, and everything that I post on my Instagram at Jennifer Stoller and at Jennifer Stoller underscore Law. And now, yes, now, I was going to say, there you have, we have good news. Yes, we have a new Instagram for Lawyer and the Layman, which is pretty cool, as well as a Facebook page. And I post a lot of content on there, as well as the links to all of all of the podcasts. And that is at the Lawyer and the Layman. And yeah, I will post everything. If you guys have any questions and you aren't able to get hold of Johnny, you're more than welcome to contact me and I'll put you guys in connection. And yeah, you can find me. It turns out my I just got shouted at last week because finding me is not as simple as typing my name. Yes, in. I actually, actually realized that your na- your name is not your name on Instagram. Yeah, it is not my name. Um, <laughs> so type none in a brothel, um, which is no, at none n u n underscore. <laughs> In, in underscore, underscore a, a underscore there's a lot of underscores yeah just go into mine and you'll find you'll, you'll, you'll find, you'll find mention of me yeah. um yeah guys thanks so much for joining us it's been another episode of the lord and the layman <laughs>